Welcome to Wallace Books and the Jello Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Wallace. Whoever thought that children with cancer would be the ones to lift us from our existential funk? Their wisdom, simple and personal, yet profound and universal, helps us circumnavigate these perplexing times. And fortunately, you don't have to walk in their hospital slippers to benefit. Wallace Books presents Jello Wars and Other Battles with Childhood Cancer. It's a book, it's a podcast, and it's life changing. Because the kids have much to teach, and we, the healthy, have much to learn. Thanks for showing up. This podcast is brought to you by Arizona Camp Sunrise and Sidekicks. Arizona Camp Sunrise was one of the first childhood oncology camps in the world. For 40 years, they've been providing an awesome summer camp experience for children who have or have had cancer. And AZ Camp Sidekicks offers the same fun for the siblings of a child with cancer. Camp is coming soon. Camp Sidekicks is the last week in June, and Camp Sunrise the first week in July. The experience of a lifetime awaits. And thanks to the Southwest Kids Cancer Foundation, it's 100% free of charge. If you'd like to enroll a child for one of the camps, to volunteer as a camp counselor, or donate to an amazing cause, go to azcampsunrise.org. It's fun. It's exciting. And it's life-changing. Go to azcampsunrise.org and make a difference for both you and a child with cancer. azcampsunrise.org. Do it. Thanks for tuning in to Wallace Books, and this, the first episode of the Jello Wars podcast. You can get a new episode or two each week. Just search for Wallace Books. That's W-A-L-L-A-S-S Books, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode features the preface from the book, Jello Wars and Other Battles with Childhood Cancer. Also, we'll hear a story about pirates. Gar. Thanks for showing up. Tell your friends, live your life, like, and subscribe but not necessarily in that order. Buckle up, it's time for Jello Wars from Wallace Books. Introduction. Cooking with Bob. Side note, that's me. If this was a self-help book, I'd tell you that within these pages, you'll find the recipe to become the person you've always dreamt of successful, respected, and content. I'd promise to show you how to beat the odds and conquer life's biggest obstacles. Sounds pretty good, right? Of course, I'd also have to tell you the secret ingredients that hold the recipe together are one, you have to have cancer, and two, you have to have it early in life.
Ta-da! So why the grim face? You look like your tuna casserole just turned Cajun. Sure, none of us want cancer. And many of us have already blown through that early in life clause. But don't worry. You need not be young to learn from children. And you don't have to have cancer to benefit from the experiences of those who have. Whew! Like I said, ta-da! Now you may question what gives me the authority to make these claims. What are my qualifications? My credentials? Did I even go to school? Yes. Yes, I did. I did that grade school thing. Even have my third grade report card on which my teacher wrote, Robbie tries very hard to be disruptive. I also did the high school thing, where I excelled more in socializing than learning. I did some college, completed nursing school, and eked my way through the nursing boards. But that was it. I was done. I was in my mid-twenties, and my learning days were behind me. School was out forever. Or so I thought. My true education began in 1994 as a brand new volunteer at Arizona Camp Sunrise. When I first heard of the camp, it seemed like a ridiculous amount of fun, something I could get behind. What I actually found was a ridiculous amount of fun with overtones of connection and empathy. I discovered a kinship of like-minded individuals who believed a child robbed of their youth by cancer is entitled to a fun-packed summer camp experience. Bottom line, I found my campily. And so commenced my real schooling, bona fide life lessons to guide me through the rest of my days. Let's fast forward 25 years or so. I've loved, laughed, lost, and found so many life lessons and experiences that I've become the person I am today. I'm far from perfect, but I'm way more accomplished than before I met the children of Arizona Camp Sunrise. The kids changed my life, and they can change yours too. You'll see. Through Arizona Camp Sunrise, I've been privileged to know hundreds and hundreds of children battling cancer. And I can attest to their transformations into child superheroes. I've witnessed them parlay their tragedy into strength and achievement. And I've watched them develop into amazing adults, with every last one of the attributes mentioned at the beginning of this story. The children's wisdom, simple and personal, yet profound and universal, can help us circumnavigate these perplexing times. And fortunately, you don't have to walk in their hospital slippers to benefit from their knowledge. How? Just turn the page. Congratulations! You've made the monumental first step toward obtaining a different perspective on life and how to live it. Don't mention it. You can thank me later. Just turn the page. I wanted to keep writing a few words and then keep saying, Just turn the page over and over again, but my publisher advised against it. Seriously, though, how cool would that have been? Just turn the page. See? Pretty cool. Right? Okay, 
So I'm no cook, and there is no magic recipe. I'm not a guru, and this is not a self-help book. What this is, however, is a window into the lives of children battling cancer and an opportunity to gain their perspective without taking on their disease. The children of Arizona Camp Sunrise will alter your perspective on childhood cancer. They'll change the way you respond to -to day-to-day annoyances, and they'll reshape your views on life and how to live it. The kids have much to teach, and we, the healthy, have much to learn. Chapter 1. Pirates The picnic table before me magically transforms into a Spanish galleon, and the summer day campers running towards it, pirates. There's no doubt about it, this ragtag mob of three- to seven-year-old swashbucklers is a force to be reckoned with. The exception being Tracy, who's exercising her right to be a princess, complete with Tierra. Arr! the pirates yell. Arg! I yell. Soon, the ship is ours, and I lay down on the bench to catch my breath, knowing our next adventure will not be far off. In the calm after the melee, I ponder. These kids, most of whom I can barely keep up with, have cancer. Every last one of them. We all know cancer's bad. It's the evil that lurks in the shadows, the monster under the bed. But how much do most of us really understand about the disease? Maybe an overview would be appropriate. A Cancer 101, if you will. Cancer involves cells growing out of control, renegade cells that have the ability to invade and grow. They take on abnormal sizes and shapes, ignore their normal boundaries, and destroy their neighboring cells. Our entire bodies are made up of cells, over 10 trillion cells, that originate as young cells. They receive specific chemical messages instructing them to grow faster or slower depending on the body's needs. The cells reproduce, mature, and die. And once the cells die, they're replaced by new cells in a process called renewal. This is all normal. Where things get wonky is when one or more young cells somehow lose their built-in ability to respond to the normal chemical messages telling them to mature and die. Instead, They reproduce repeatedly, replicating the same abnormalities over and over. These are cancer cells, and they're out of control. Often they reproduce so fast they need to spread to new areas or metastasize. They can invade other tissues, bone marrow, or blood, sometimes growing into tumors, which are clusters of abnormal cells. To complicate things further, Cancer is not a single disease. It's a whole group of diseases, which can be confusing. Each type of cancer is unique in its properties and actions, and each requires distinct approaches in treatment. You might wonder if cancer is common in children. Fortunately, it is not. It can be compared to winning the lottery. Not very likely at all. Childhood cancer is considered a rare disease. For instance, the odds of a child developing a neuroblastoma, a solid tumor cancer of the sympathetic nervous system, 
is less than 1 in 100,000. Sure, I'm simultaneously surrounded by both pirates and kids with cancer, but let's round up a random sampling of non-camp kids under the age of 18. You, me, and all these kids are heading to Lafayette's Landing at Disneyland. We'll find you a great seat on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and we'll fill the rest of the ship's seats with these random kids. Then we'll set sail. Once the ride completes, you can stay put while we fill the ship again with different random kids. When that one's complete, we'll do it again, and again, and again. By now, you're dizzy, nauseated, and hoping to never hear another sea shanty. But we're far from done. For one child with a neuroblastoma to join you on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you will theoretically have to set sail a total of 4,166 times. That's a lot of yo-ho-hoing and a whole lot of non-alcoholic rum. The odds of a child getting rhabdomyosarcoma is even less likely than a neuroblastoma. Rhabdomyosarcoma is a form of cancer affecting the soft tissue, and the chances of a child getting it is less than 200,000 to 1. Not too likely at all. So let's head back to the heart of the bayou. But this time, you'll need to stay seated for over 8,000 spins on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That's for the statistical likelihood that one of the randomly selected kids will have the disease. Side note, this is clearly an impractical comparison, as the numbers of pirates and pirate ships are in decline. But we don't need to worry about that for a couple chapters yet. All those kids, and only one with cancer. Not bad, statistically speaking. With those kinds of odds, what's the big fuss about kids with cancer? Let's ask Sabrina. Sabrina was born two months premature and only weighed three pounds. At six months of age, she was diagnosed with a neuroblastoma. Her tiny body housed a tumor that weighed all of two pounds. You could say that not only did she not pick the lucky lottery ticket, she was dealt the cancer card. And this made for quite a fuss. Or we can talk to Natalie. At nine and a half, Natalie was an active little gymnast. Then she was told she had rhabdomyosarcoma and would have to undergo surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation. To Natalie and her family, this was a big fuss. Though the chances of these girls getting cancer were statistically low, they got it anyway. Isn't that just like a child to ignore the odds? The reality of it is that 43 children in the United States of America will be diagnosed with cancer today. Tomorrow, another 43 children will be diagnosed with cancer. And every single day, 43 more children will be diagnosed with cancer. It adds up to over 15,000 children each year in the U.S. and over 300,000 kids worldwide. With a cancer diagnosis, everything changes and the toothpaste is not going back in the tube. Although each form of cancer is considered a rare disease, cancer is the leading cause of death by disease in children under the age of 19 in the United States. And if one of those children is your child, 
or a child you love, it's a tremendous fuss. As for Sabrina, that one child in 100,000, and Natalie, the one child in 200,000, they're fine. Both of their illnesses happened years ago. Both are productive adults, both are mothers, and both are living lives that are active and fulfilling. Best of all, they're not alone. There are tens of thousands of children who have done the same. Each has a unique story to tell, but all share a common bond. They're all childhood cancer survivors. It's a pretty impressive addition to life's resume. I'm shaken from my thoughts by a child hollering, Land Ho! I guess my rest period on the bench has ended. Another shout comes from the crow's nest. Button your hatches and buckle your swashes, landlubbers. We're going ashore. Not exactly sure what that means, but my fellow pirates urge me off the bench to invade an unsuspecting plot of grass, which magically transforms into a deserted island somewhere in the Caribbean. Such is the life of a pirate. Today's statistics were courtesy of the STAT database of the SEER report. That's the Surveillance, Epidemiology, and End Results Program. The National Cancer Institute Childhood Cancer Data Initiative, the World Health Organization Cure-All Framework, and Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation for Childhood Cancer. Thanks for tuning in to Wallace Books and the Jello Wars podcast. The kids of Arizona Camp Sunrise have been my greatest mentors, and they're here to assist you, too. You can find additional episodes of the podcast and more about the book, Jello Wars, and other battles with childhood cancer at wallacebooks.com. That's W-A-L-L-A-S-S books.com. Just go to the website or search Wallace Books wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe and like. You can learn more about Arizona Camp Sunrise at azcampsunrise.org. Podcast theme music by M. Dub Music. Sound effects from Sonic Boom. Keep listening to Wallace Books' Jello Wars podcast. And let the kids change your life for the better. See you down the road.